Scott? I'm busy eating chips right now. Do you know I've seen this film more times than any other Bond film? That's sad. I kind of hate myself for that. You should. I admire your luck, Mr. Bond. My name's Bond. James Bond. Thank you, Mr. Bond. Name's Bond. James Bond. So just become just because this film is bad doesn't mean this podcast has to be. We're professionals. I won't go that far, but yeah, we're I agree with that statement. We're professional. Yes. About how we approach there we go. this podcast. That's right. So we're gonna we're gonna be professional about it. We're gonna have things to say. I think if you've been listening to us, you'll happen to know that sometimes our most spirited uh, podcasts happen to be those films that we don't quite love, uh, love, have strong emotions about. Mm-hmm. I think this film draws some uh, strong emotions out of us. Plus, you get to go an entire podcast after this moment and never have to hear the words Denise Richards uh, <laughs> again. So that's a plus. That's that's positive. I know I'm looking forward to it. I know you are. Besides this movie being bad, you know what else is bad? Hmm. Uh, the potential experience our listeners may get. If they're listening to us through Podbean, oh, yeah. we've come to discover apparently uh, Podbean, a little finicky yeah. about if you're not giving them money, how many downloads yeah. they, they give your podcast. Yeah. And um, I guess we've, about that. we've reached a place in Podbean where we may be getting uh, um, a lot of downloads. Not a lot. I would say enough, enough that, that Podbean is like, hey, give us money. Even and though... uh, we're not at a place where we're giving Podbean money. No. So if you tried listening to us to that Podbean and it said file error and it won't download, Sorry uh, that's that. that's because they've cut off our, our bandwidth. But you know what? If you have an Android, you can go to Stitcher. Yep. And so this is us getting behind Stitcher right now. And if Podbean has a problem with that, they could, you know, call us or email us at bondingoverbond uh, at gmail.com. And mm-hmm. we can discuss some terms yeah. where uh, we may give you some money. Maybe less than the money you're asking for, and you could, you know, let people listen to us. <laughs> that's apparently the service you were promoting when you were like, hey, download or, and, and come to us. And we said, this might be a good avenue for our Android listeners. Yeah. And it's at no point, at no point when we signed up, were they like... Oh, by the way. By the way, if you give I'm us sure money... I'm sure that was in one of the, do you agree to this? Um, maybe it was. <laughs> maybe but, it was. But... They could have been more upfront. Yeah, about the whole situation, and they weren't. But there's, you know, there's alternatives. Right. Yes, Stitcher. Go to our website, lionizepodcast.com. You can listen you can to it on the live. site. Yep. Yep. If if you just if you have iTunes, even if you have a yep. computer, you don't have an Apple product. You can download. You can still have iTunes on your computer. You can still listen to us. It's still free. Yep. Uh, via that way, so there's ways to get this podcast. Uh, but don't don't uh, if any of your Android friends have said. Hey, I tried listening uh, to these guys and I couldn't. That's uh, not us. It's Podbean. Mm-hmm. We're trying to rectify that situation. Yep. Much like we're trying to uh, rectify how we're going to make this podcast entertaining. We'll figure that out. We'll get we'll there. So uh, it's probably going to be a lot better than. I think we're just worried. Yeah. What are you drinking? We want a quality product. Um, Absolutely. More, more, less drinking, more just eating chips in between. Uh, yeah, those were good chips. There's, uh, they hit the spot. Yeah, they did. Well, let's move on. So, want a bond? 
Absolutely. All right, let's do this. Die Another Day, an original story. It is the 20th Bond film released in 2002, starring, for the last time, Pierce Brosnan. How do you say Die Another Day in life? 0030. Uh, the next segment is 0030, where we give the 30-second summary of the film. I'm going to lead this one off. Okay. Muertes otras dias. Nice. <laughs> All right, you ready? Go ahead. When you hear a ding? Yeah, whenever I hear a ding, I'm ready. In three, two... Bond 20. We find ourselves watching James battle a man whose identity has been changed through facial reconstruction and is attempting to change the world with a space laser that I am personally calling GoldenEye 3.0. While some of this is a wash-and-repeat film, there are still some solid scenes and some real duds. North Korea, the NSA, a fantastic Bond car with adaptive camo, lots of booze, 17 wardrobe changes, Holly Berry, a nice view, and lots of sexual innuendos. The end of the Brazen era. He finally struck the balance of privilege and blue-collar I've been hoping for. I like how he turned out in this film. Damn it. Close. Should cut that whole last sentence out. Probably. Don't worry, boys and girls. We're going to bring it on home right Don't here. Don't worry, we're going to have an angry man about to talk. <clears throat> Let me know when you're ready. I'm not going to keep time because I just I love this one. I already know. Having, you know, if you're a listener. You could, yeah, the, yeah, the, the you Pierce Brosnan. Yeah. You know the Pierce Brosnan. You know what's coming. 0030. Here we go. In three, two, one. What the fuck? Permanent diamond scars, gene therapy, invisible Aston Martins, ice hotels, a satellite that harnesses the sun's powers, ignoring all the laws of physics, and that horrible theme song by Madonna? Fuck you. That's the plot of this Bond film that wastes every confident portrayal of James Bond by Pierce Brosnan, ruined his Bond legacy, nearly killed the franchise, and yet was the highest grossing Bond film upon its release. Also included are references to all 19 prior Bond films. Happy anniversary, James. This movie sucked. I still like it. That's good. Madonna. Oh my goodness. There's really a reference to every one of the other films? Yeah. We have a list and we'll go over it. I'm glad you have a list Mm because I'm really curious now. Mm -hmm. Some of them are stretches. Yeah. I didn't make this list. I found the list. Okay. And I read over it and then watched it while reading over it and I was like, okay, but some of them are stretches. All right. Any loose ends? I, I think there's a big loose end. And maybe we'll, this, we'll we may talk more about it in the uh, the movie segment itself, but I you know you have to talk about the die another day in the comparison to Diamonds Are Forever. Do you? I think I think there's definitely a strong there's a lot to say about the, the two. These movies are like linked in some way. I mean, you have I I refer to it as the Golden Eye 3.0, but in really you know in many ways it's the diamond smuggling, the space laser. 
the facial reconstruction mm-hmm. of Blofeld. Yeah. So Blofeld's not in it. Right. But the big plot points, not plot points, the big the big pieces of the plot are similar. Right, right. So I, it, it did, had not occurred to me until I had watched it just recently. That I don't know how that didn't occur to me, even though I explained to my girlfriend when we were watching this film when she had a problem with the DNA therapy. Uh-huh. And I was like, oh, that didn't even bother me. It was the invisible car, car <laughs> and the ice palace and like the whole how the laser worked. Yeah. And then she was like, also the laser. And I was like, no, that didn't bother me either. And then I started thinking, I was like, Oh, like, I've been conditioned because of Diamonds Are Forever. Uh-huh. Like, Bol- Blofeld changing his face. I was like, yeah. nah, I'm not okay. whatever. Okay. And then the satellite. I mean, how many satellites have we seen in this series? Yeah. You know, satellites doing things or from space. Well, like Hell, Golden Eye 3. Hell will rain upon yeah. us, you know, kind of. Yep. So I've been used to both those things, which uh, I guess a non-Bond person will look at it and be like, that's where they throw the shenanigan flag Yeah. on on this film, which which makes sense. The only other loose end, neither of us really talked about um, uh, Frost. Yeah. Miranda. Um, Rose, Rosamund Pike. Is that her name? Wait, I can't. After I saw Gone Girl. Spoiler alert. I can't not look at her and be like, yo, that bitch is crazy. I mean, that's... I have nothing to contribute. I haven't seen it yet. You haven't seen Gone Girl? I have not. I just ruined that film for you. I didn't know you had <laughs> seen it. Spoiler! You just... <laughs> Thank you. I'm so sorry. I don't know. I, it'll probably be a good... It'll probably be a good five years before I've ever seen that movie, so... It's my own fault. It has, it can't unfortunately, be. that movie hasn't reached, like... When somebody doesn't know that Bruce Willis is dead in Sixth Sense, it's like, fuck you, fella. Where yeah. have you been? Yeah, you I don't even care about that. Yeah. But Gone Girl, is it's only came out like uh, one or two years ago. It's yeah. still within, like, you kind of have to spoil alert that. I didn't. I just, I'm sorry anybody who hasn't seen Gone Girl. She's fucking nuts in that film. Retroactive spoiler alert. Sorry. Retroactive. All right. Oh, goodness. So, Bond for the non-Bond. How would you... How would you sell this film? So I've actually prepared for this one. Okay. I mentioned it in the world that I'm mm-hmm. going to start preparing for these. And mm-hmm. I, I have three sentences for you. Mm-hmm. If you like good sexual innuendo, watch this movie. There's a lot of that. If you like dated CGI, watch this movie. There's unfortunately a lot of that. Lastly, if you want to see Pierce Brosnan's best portrayal of James Bond. Watch this movie. There's a lot of that, too. Now listen to me eat a chip. <laughs> Let me just... I just want to rat off while you're chewing. A couple... There, there's so much sexual in this, in this movie. Marvelous view. I see you handle your weapon well. I have been known to keep my tip up. Has Mr. Bond uh, been... Uh, has Mr. Bond explained his Big Bang Theory? Oh, yeah. I think I got the thrust of it. Mm-hmm. You said something... Did you write them all down? Yes. You said something about going down together. Mm-hmm. It's rather hard, isn't it? Yes, very. Wait, don't pull it out. I'm not finished with you. I mean, there's so much, and mm-hmm. that is just uh, the scratches. I was... I can't think of any other Bond movie that was that heavy, which actually made me like this movie a lot more when I finally was like, there's there's a lot of sexual was you know, going on in this movie. Right. Right. Um, what, what would you have for... How would you sell this movie? You have three sentences. I have three words. Okay. Nope. Stay away. <laughs> this is just... It's in that same category of... Um, I think where I put For Your Eyes Only. I think you put Moonraker. If you're a casual Bond person, if you're new to the series, 
This is not where you start off. No, absolutely not. This is for the completist. Mm-hmm. This is for somebody who wants to get a larger picture. This is maybe for a Pierce Brosnan fan. Yeah. But even as a Pierce Brosnan fan, you're not starting with this one. You're starting with Goldeneye. Yeah. So if you were talking to a non-bond and they're saying, oh, I'm going to Blockbuster videos because this is 19, <laughs> the 1990s. Yeah. Uh, or even in the 2000s. No, yeah. like, no, there are other Bond films I want to guide you to yeah. before I guide you to this one. Don't start there. All right. Unless their DVD is scratched and they only get to watch an hour of the film, then I would say, yes, yeah, yeah, go yeah, ahead and watch, go watch the movie. Yeah, this is, it's, yeah. A, it's a good film. The Distinguished Debauchery of 007. <laughs> goes fast calling you a cold-hearted bastard but it wouldn't be a stretch to imagine then you'll also know that in poker you never play your hand you play the man across from you by the cut of your suit you went to oxford or wherever and actually think human beings dress like that but you were it with such disdain since my six looks for maladjusted young men give little thought to sacrificing others in order to protect queen and country. Beautiful. Even now and then a trigger has to be pulled. Or not pulled. It's hard to know which in your pajamas. Q. 007. You think of women as disposable pleasures rather than meaningful pursuits. Martinis rank on the scale of zero to five olives. I uh, I have this movie at five olives. Five. Yeah, he drank a you know seven times. Okay. Um, Bollinger. Right. Which, let me tell you, I, we're gonna talk about seven. This. I I fuck it. I love the Hong Kong yacht club scene. I love that. But Bollinger, Dark Rome. I was wondering Rome. what the appropriate time would mention this. I be. loved that scene. But you've opened this up. If you're in Hong Kong. Yep. And you are, are swimming. Yep. And then you climb aboard Hong Kong. And there's a sign that says Hong Kong Yacht Club. Why is that sign in English with tiny little Asian letters at the bottom? Shouldn't it say Hong Kong Yacht Club in Chinese? And then in tiny little English letters say Hong Kong Are you forgetting Imper- Yacht Club? You're for- I understand your point, but you're forgetting imperialism? I mean, I'm, I'm not forgetting imperialism. You're just thinking at some point we're that sign is corrected because, you as they so? said, we're under it's under Chinese rule. The lease ran out in '99. Yeah, it's the Hong Kong Yacht Club. And it's then, not just a yacht club. It's the Hong Kong Yacht Club. And then you remember that you're watching an, an English film, and I thought it would be predominantly in Chinese. And then in little American letters. I'm actually, would say, I'm, look at, I'm, I'm curious I'm, what their sign looks like. In real life? Yeah. What if there's no think, Hong Kong? No. This one doesn't even exist. <laughs> it's, Hong Kong's actually landlocked. No one actually knows that. That's lie. That's that. It's not lie. <laughs> no, but, uh, but anyway, there was a lot. But anyway, now we'll go back. Yeah. Time in. Dark rum or bourbon or something. And, and when he met with the Cuba contact, he had the mojito. Mm. He had the champagne with Jinx. They had the martini uh, with the London calling on the British Airways 747. Luckily, I wanted it shaken. Scotch with uh, when he was cleaning his gun in the simulator scene and the, the vodka martini. That doesn't count. I think it counts. It's a simulator. Mm. He didn't drink that. All right, that's a stretch. I still think it's five olives. 
I give it three, but I I'm, I have no problem bumping that up a little more. I agree with all the things. I would also say we're back to um, a cigar smoking bond. Yes, yeah. There's no, with all the sexual innuendos, mm-hmm. the cigar smoking. I thought this was a nice nod to Roger Moore. Yeah. And I wondered when watching this film if you had grown up with Roger Moore. Is this how you fondly looked upon Roger Moore? And then felt bad because maybe I was judging him harshly having not lived through the Roger Moore era because I looked at this film with how James like or, or Pierce portrayed James. Mm-hmm. I have no problems with the portrayal. But I'm sure if you grew up in the Daniel Craig era, maybe you look back or you grew up in the Bond Bond number seven era and you look back two Bonds ago and you're like, who's this ass clown with his lame jokes and his... <laughs> shitty little shirt he's wearing in Hawaii. Like these are all or Hawaii in Havana. Mm. These are all things we've said about Roger Moore, who literally was Bond two Bonds ago for us when we were growing up. That's a good point. So I I I came to that realization and I apologize to uh some Roger Moore fans as I've uh, offended you. You're a little hard. You're a little hard on Roger. A little bit. So that's okay. Well we're allowed to have an opinions. Casino Roya. Rank from lowest poker hand to highest. I give it a flush. Excuse me? A flush. You know, it's after. A thousand dollars a point, and they bet a diamond. And then they wreck an entire fencing club because of their gambling. Yeah, I I have this at a fold. I think that diamond's worth a lot. Well, I I think I had totally not acknowledged that there was any gambling. And then they fought with real swords. Yeah. This is a high stakes. Uh, on the fly. Two pair. Okay. Two pair. Nowhere near. Making the correction now. Okay. Turnbull and Asser. Rank from zero to five cuff links. I, again, think Pierce is looking sharp. Less ties than normal. Um, I have 17 wardrobe changes. Okay. Four cuff links. I had it three cufflinks. Less ties than normal for Pierce. A um, little downplayed. I mean, he wasn't Havana. A little casual. He was a little more casual. This is the plot, I wrote down the plot didn't help uh-huh. the fashion choices. We, yeah, don't, tux. we don't get to see the um, as many suits as the last few films. Um, I did pajamas. like the floral print he shirt he did have in, in Cuba. Mm-hmm. I thought that was nice. I mean, he does spend a, a lot of the film getting tortured. With uh, one shirt, and then he's shirtless and in PJs, mm-hmm. swimming his ass around all of Hong Kong. Um, do we happen to know? Did any either of us do any research on this? Um, the filming of this film versus when he did Robinson Crusoe. Was the beard left over from Robinson Crusoe? I do not know that. I would love to know that though. He was in right because he yeah. did. He did. I, I haven't seen it, but I know I, I'm very I'm familiar with the film. Yeah, and something tells me it's probably right around the same time. Frame. I wonder. I wonder if that's. Uh, if it is, look in the corrections plates. Um, I'm for that. All right. Aston Martin, rank from one to five hundred horsepower. Five hundred horsepower. You like the Vanquish that much? It. It's going to be the number two car for me when it's all really? said and done. The Aston Martin V12 Vanquish. <clears throat> Do you just like the car? Because you've already complained about the adaptive camouflage. I mean, I could care less about that. I'm grading the actual car. Okay. It is a beautiful, 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 beautiful car. It's going to be number two? Yeah. Uh, it's Behind gonna... the DB10 uh, the and Inspector. You're going to drop the DB5s? Yeah. 
if if you said you can pick one of these cars for free, they're yours, I would take the DB10, then I would take the V12, and then I would take an, an Aston Martin. Okay. I have it at 475. I'm fine with that. It's probably going to be more... It's going to... It's a sharp car. Um, it's pretty. It's nice. It'll probably... Mine's, mine's the opposite. I think I'm going to have all my DB5s up front. Whether or not the DB10 goes above or below it, I don't know yet. And then I think the Vanquish is going to be... Do you happen to know in America, are you allowed to have a British car? Like, can you have the steering wheel on the opposite oh, side? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Just yeah. as long as you drive correctly. Yeah, you, dri- you have to drive correctly. Obviously, you but yeah. you can, you're allowed to be... Yeah, you can have a right-side drive. That's not a, that's not a big deal. Because if I was ever, for some reason, came across the cash money to get an Aston Martin, I want... A British style Aston Martin. I want I the have, steering wheel on that side. I have done car trader, autotrader.com, and looked at how expensive Aston Martins are. Like a used Aston Martin? Yeah. How, what, what are the prices for like a shit one that you would just spend your lifetime rebuilding? Because I think that would be fun. They're not even that, that shit. It's, uh, I'm trying to remember which, which Aston Martin, Martin it was, but it was up in, it was up in more like the Rockville, mm-hmm. Maryland area. Mm-hmm. And it was 40K. 45k somewhere around there. What kind was it? A, a DV5? I want to say it was. It was it may have been a Vanquish, it may have been a V12 Vanquish. Really? Yeah, and it had like fifty, sixty thousand miles on it. Really? Yeah. It, it, I was surprised at how relatively reasonable it For was. For 40k? Yeah. 45, 45k. I think it was. Well, There's got to be a catch to that. The parts for that must be. Oh, the, I think that's the thing. It's just the it's just own, hard to upkeep. Operating costs. It's like yeah. own, it's like owning an Audi. It's not. It's not the same as owning an Audi, but I mean. Anytime you touch the car, you're going to drop a grand every mm-hmm. time you touch it. Mm-hmm. So. Q branch. Rank from zero to five Qs. I have this at uh, three Qs. What? You're out of your fucking mind. Why? Five plus. Why? For the scene alone, when they walk through, when R, well, it's now Q, mm-hmm. and him walk through the old uh, basement, and they have all the gadgets from the other yeah. films. Plus, this is the film that has a goddamn invisible car. Yeah. I thought we kept the car separate, though. It's from Q Branch. We never rated the car on the Q Branch. We have... The car has influenced the the rating of Q Branch before. Go see Submarine and uh, Spy Who Loves Me. Good point. Good point. Yeah, I'm going to make an active correction. Thank you. I'm going to go five. The ring. How many times has he used the ring? The rebreather. He uses the I rebreather. I love that. The rebreather. We got to see the rocket belt again. The surfboard so, from the opening sequence. Yep. Had things in it. This is definitely the switchblades. Are switchblades? Is that a thing? In the mil- Does the military I, have switchblades? I. I'll defer I to you on this. No, but I was gonna say we could totally do that. No problems over. Like, here's my other question. You're on the switchblade. Mm-hmm. You take the switchblade from, let's say, what do you think they are? Like thirty thousand feet. Where Where are they jumping from? They're, the fact that they have the, they're definitely above like 18,000 feet because uh-huh. the fact that they need oxygen, they're above that altitude. So they're above? Let's just say they're at like 35,000 feet. Right. And then they take they take the, the switchblade to what? So here's the thing, right? All right. You have the switchblade. It's, it's flying. It doesn't necessarily have to continue to fly. You can make something that has an engine on the back, a right. very small engine, right. has wings, right. fire that bad boy up. Yeah. And you have a very shallow descent. But they jumped off it. They yeah. jumped off it. Yeah. I felt they could have rode that bad boy for oh, like maybe you, five, you ten more seconds. You taken that thing a hundred nautical miles. I, I have no doubt in my mind that something like that exists. I feel like they just used it because it looked fun. And they were like, okay, now let's have them parachute because that also looks fun. <laughs> well, I don't I, think it was an efficient well, use of the switchblade. I don't think you're 
I don't think you are taking the switchblade all the way to the ground and landing on it. I think there is a point you are jumping off of it and you're going. But I felt they could have gone a little more, a little more, a little more. Maybe they didn't need to. Maybe they didn't need to. Then maybe they didn't need to use the switchblade. I don't think you could have. Then you would have had to taken the airplane closer to North Korea, and the North Koreans would have been pissed and and scrambled fighters. Maybe. So they needed to find the happy medium. Maybe you're right. You just accept that I'm right. You know I'm right. Maybe. License to kill. Rank from zero to seven rounds. We forgot to mention that he got his 20th watch in the key branch. I like that little little comment. Those were my favorite we comments. We also didn't mention the, 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 mini, the mini rocket plane, the BD, whatever jet from Octopussy was in there. The alligator from Octopussy was in there. The briefcase from Russia with Love. Yeah, the shoe. The shoes. Um, was that it? Yep. The rocket belt from Thunderball. Mm-hmm. All right. License to kill. I give it four rounds. I have nine and then a hovercraft. And then I, my note here is there's a lot of death around him. Uh-huh. James isn't necessarily the one doing a lot of killing. Jinx actually kills quite a number of people. Jinx doesn't fuck around. Yeah. She's serious. She throws a knife in someone's throat at one point. Yes. Also, there's a scene when there's, there's, a scene, there's a scene when they're in the airplane and a dude's taking a dump and then literally walks out, has no idea what's going on, and he just gets like thumped in the head with the gun. I was like, that's the worst shit someone could ever take. <laughs> Like, you're on a mission, you're working, like, you're in this tiny aircraft little thing, you're taking your dump, and then you walk, and as soon as you open the door, someone just hits you in the face. You're like, what did I do? What happened to me? <laughs> I had it up five rounds. I said there are lots of okay. opening. Blows up bombs, killing, like, 15 guys on a hover- hovercraft. The explosions in the opening sequence was ridiculous. Yeah, there's a lot going on there. It set a tone that we'll talk about later. Mm-hmm. Did not like it. You don't like it? mm What did you think about Graves, the way he got killed? And the jet engine and uh, and Zhao getting killed by the chandelier. Those are pretty pretty gruesome deaths. Yeah, but five rounds. Finally, the quote Bond girls end quote rank from zero to five suffragettes. I have uh, the Bond women. Mm-hmm. At one suffragette, and I have zero. I, I, as soon as I said one, I was like, I could probably go zero. Because Jinx is very powerful. Miranda Frost is very powerful. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'm going to go the sex, zero suffragettes. The sex is mutual. Uh, Miranda Frost, she has her own agenda. Jinx, I think, outmaneuvers. She's always like a step in front of James mm-hmm. for most of the time. The fencing teacher is a woman. You know, so women in, in powerful positions. Madonna. Yeah. Yeah. So overall, it's a pretty positive portrayal of, of women. Of course, um, you know, M is in the, I know it's Bond girls, but... You know, just the or the bond women, bond bond women. Yeah, we we made that declaration. <laughs> Zero, it was yeah, good. No, no problems. It was good. It's a different era, man. Yeah, for sure. We, uh, I think, from this point on, it's definitely strong women. Yeah, instead of getting paid seventy one cents, they get paid like seventy three cents to um, a <laughs> Times are a changing, unless they're engineers. Welcome to bonding over bond. Running rankings. Opening sequence. Bottom third. I don't know why you changed the gun barrel. Uh, it was the great and the world is not enough. It was my favorite gun barrel that Pierce did. And then they added some more techno to it again. And I hated when he shot the gun, the bullet goes through the barrel of the other gun, which is just fucking baloney. Because if you shot a gun, like the whole point is you're looking through the gun barrel you shot a bullet at the gun, like, that's not, it's not going to go through the chamber or the barrel of the gun that you're looking at. 
That's, mm. that's, that's, no. That's not good. I don't like it. I hated it. Said it to just from, from the beginning of the film on, it was just like, you're starting me off bad. That's a bad way. Don't fuck with my opening sequence. And then the whole Korea scene is just like explosion after explosion. It was like a video game. I'm not a fan of the hovercrafts. It was just like, it seems like. They didn't even look like they were hovering. No, I was just it's like, like they ran out of really money think... in the budget and they're like, if we just say they're hovering, they're hovering. <laughs> Do you really think they, they, they still look like if they hit a landmine, that thing is still going off. Yeah. They're going to blow the shit mm-hmm. out of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've got it in the bottom third as well. Mm-hmm. It's not my, not my The favorite. only thing I did like is the use of the title sequence to actually advance the plot. I did like that. That it was the, the tour. I don't, I can't recall off the top of my head. A title sequence yeah. advancing the plot in such a manner. Yeah, because you know how, you know how I feel about the movie continuing on. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not a huge fan of that. I like mm-hmm. to have the standalone opening sequence, mm-hmm. but the the title sequence with having that be the torture scene, mm-hmm. I, I did thought I, I did think was kind of nicely done. So. Mm-hmm. All right. Main movie song. Um, I, I I may get some crap for this, but I still think it's kind of in the middle third. I don't think it's that bad of a song. Right. Yeah. I mean, you have bad taste in music, though, so maybe that... Allegedly. Right. It's awful. You think it's that bad? It's awful. Why, why do you hate it so much? What is there to like about it? It's, a, it's, a, it's, it's not an unbearable song to listen to. The, the, the beat, bad. The... Think of the time it came out, though. I mean, it was... That, would, that was a catchy song when it came out. No, it wasn't. I know I've heard it. I heard it out. It was a horrible song. Alright. We yeah, again we have different opinions. Cars. Number two. Top third. Yeah. It's a nice car. It's a beautiful car. It's a cool name. Mm-hmm. Vanquish. Yeah. About it. Mm-hmm. You can actually buy a Vanquish. You can't buy a DB ten. They're it's selling true. they're selling the DB tens for charity though. I thought that was really nice. Interesting. Yeah. There was ten DB tens made. For the film? No, just ever. I don't know how many of those 10 were used in the film, but they only made 10 DB10s. And they're selling the remaining ones for uh, charity. If I was a rich person, I would buy one of those. Me too. But I'm not. (laughs) We'll keep driving our old cars. Mm Mm-hmm. The villain. uh, I'm not a fan of the villain. Really? Yeah, bottom third. Nor am I. I have bottom third, but I place them between Stromberg and Kamal Khan. Because I'm consistent in how I portray my villains. I'm consistent. No, you're not. Yes, I am. Talk about this last podcast. I know. He's just all over the place. He's in the bottom third. He's far below Stromberg and even Kamal Khan. I just... Is he like low, low bottom third? Yeah. Like in the 20s? He's annoying. just really did not like Gustav Graves at all. I, I preferred when he was Colonel Moon. Mm-hmm. I actually respected Colonel Gustav Graves. I was just like, shut the fuck. Yeah. You guys are douche. Right. Yeah. I mean, please turn your Icarus laser beam into every stereotypical, this is what technology on your body is going to look like type of thing. I just mm-hmm. I hated it. Right. The actor's portrayal is Bond. James Bond. I think it's fair to say he's he's beating Tim Dalton. And my Dalton versus Brosnan... Who's going to be the third on the list? Really? Great portrayal. It angers me how they wasted Pierce. And even Pierce, after making this movie and watching it, is like, maybe we should kind of calm down from all this. 
And it's his idea. You have to give him credit. He's the one that says, we should kind of like reset this whole, we should go back. We should kind of go to a less gadgety, reset it kind of ideal. And they're like, oh, we'll, we'll think about that. Oh, we should reboot this whole thing. Nah, you're too old. We can't have you anymore. <laughs> you're out of here. Although they kept M. So that was good. I did. Uh, I do like that. We, I would have been sad if because of the reboot, we don't get a uh, Judy Dench anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was happy they kept Judy Dench. Uh, I, I really, you know, we've talked about this before. I think this is his strongest portrayal. Mm-hmm. He's getting a little older. Um, he's still fine. He's he fine. looks fit. Yeah, he's. I mean, he's maybe getting a little long in the tooth, a little bit at moments. Like, is he fifty-seven years old and it no, looks uncomfortable no, when he's? No, it's not that bad. No, it's not that bad. At all. No. I also like that he's uh, he's smoking the Corona cigars and everything mm-hmm. that we talked about, but. Mm-hmm. Am I sad he didn't do any more? No. Am I sad that he got a couple, a few shitty movies? Yeah. Mm-hmm. We'll could. talk about this more in his double in his odd job. Yeah. When we um he could have he could have been Bond since the eighties. Yeah. Another what if? But well, that's neither here or there right it now. It was a nice finish. He did yeah. a nice job in this movie and is the real shining star of the film. Right. You want to talk about the movie? Yeah. Let's do. Rank the overall movie. I um I have to say. What do you have to say, sir? Um I kind of feel bad that I liked I liked it a lot better this time, but it was still a shit movie. Uh-huh. Uh it is gonna be the top of the bottom third. No, it's not even that high. Not even that high. It's it's gonna fall. Is it? I don't think it's gonna be my number twenty four on the list. Uh-huh. But it's gonna be it'll be in the it'll probably be in the bottom five. Bottom five? Yeah, I mean, I but there are so it's just like if you yeah. if you go back and and look at the scores for the uh, distinguished debauchery, mm-hmm. it's like how is this movie that far down on the list? I mean, because the distinguished debauchery doesn't doesn't necessarily you know yeah does not I, does not it's like five olives. You want to go over the list of references? Yeah, 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 absolutely. I definitely want to do that. Where are you gonna have this movie at? Sure again. Where are you gonna have it at? Excuse me. Roughly? Are you going to have it in the uh, middle third, bottom third? Bottom third. Okay. Pretty far down? or Pretty far down. One might say like uh, 23rd. That bad? Yeah. Okay. It's still above um, Four Your Eyes Only. Really? Yeah. And you really hate that movie. Yeah. Oh, but I'm, I'm, that might change when we do the next series. Okay, so here are the twenty refer- or the nineteen references, mm-hmm. and again, some of these are a stretch. So from Doctor No, Jinx and the bathing suit coming out of the water. Yep. From Russia with Love, the Secret Service film um, filming Bond. Yeah. Through the through In the Hong thing. Um, from Goldfinger, the betting of Gustav's diamond in the fencing duel. Remember, he bets Goldfinger the diamond while playing golf. The he bets him not the diamond, the gold bullion. The right. bullion, yeah. yeah, that's what that's yep. what I mean. Uh, from Thunderball, the jetpack. Yep. Uh, from You Only Live Twice. Uh, let's see, the underground train station. Yeah. Uh, was referenced in You Only Live Twice. On Her Majesty, uh, the escaping of an avalanche. Diamonds wait, are forever. Wait, wait, wait. What was that? Oh, skipping uh, when the when the Iceland sculpture crashed yeah. on him. Yep. yep, gotcha, gotcha. Diamonds are forever. Um, 
Gustav says, movie. diamonds are forever, <laughs> but life isn't. Um, and many other things in the movie. Right. Uh, live and let die. Uh, the Mr. Big's drug crops. Uh, let's see. Yeah, this is one of the stretch ones. The blowing up of the minefields. Uh, the minefields mm-hmm. and the drug crops blowing up uh, from Mr. Big. That was, to me, a stretch. <clears throat> Man with yeah. the go and the gun. Uh, the You remember when he goes into the entrance of the DNA room? Yep. And you know how it was set up with the yes. swelling? That's yeah, 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 the yeah. same exact uh, setup as uh, Scaramanga's hallway? Yeah, I was, there's definitely... A, when I saw that, I was like, there's definitely a nod there somewhere. Right. The Spy Who Loved Me, the parachute Gustav yep. Graves uses. Yep. Uh, Moonraker. Uh, with the Union Jack on Right. Um... The um, boat going over the waterfall. Mm-hmm. Uh, for your eyes only. Uh, the singer of the film got a cameo in the film. <laughs> or the singer of the um, the theme song, I mean. Uh, Octopussy, the crocodile, the yes. alligator. Or the jet. Uh, let's see. A view to kill. Uh, a view to a kill. A view to a kill. Uh, the... Max Zorn and the blimp, like, watching over things, and then Gustav in the plane. It had that same, like, kind of setup, the way yep. the, the room they were in, the plane, uh-huh. and how that was set up. Uh, the Living Daylights, um, the cargo plane, mm-hmm. driving the plane to yeah, license. The, the airplane coming, or the helicopter coming out the back and everything. Right. Uh, license to kill. The M actually says license revoked. Yep. Uh, and this film, mm-hmm. uh, Golden Eye, uh, laser using the laser to uh, jinx. Yeah, get free. Mm-hmm. Tomorrow never dies. Uh, the Bond woman throwing something at someone's throat. Mm-hmm. Waylon did the same thing with a, a ninja star. Huh? Is ninja star is that? Yeah. Okay. Any star-shaped object that uh, you throw and kill people with? Thrown. Yeah, I guess. Can you call it a ninja, a ninja star? And the world is not enough. Uh, sprinkler system coming off, and uh, after shit goes down. Huh? When Robert King, when the bomb goes off, sprinkler system goes off, and then um, when they're in the gene lab therapy, and the bomb thing goes off, when um. That jinx head place. We're, we're, we're saying that a sprinkler system going off yeah, is yeah. a nod to a previous system. Come I, on. I didn't make this list. I told you some of them Come were on. stretch. Come on. Three of them are kind of a stretch, but there's, uh, there's some nods. You know what my favorite nod is? I don't know if you noticed this. Because I didn't at first. Do you remember when Bond is in Cuba and he's with the, the contact there? Uh-huh. And Bond goes to the bookshelf and grabs a book. Off of it, probably don't remember it. It's kind yep. of obscure. Yeah, like he's just kind of walking behind the guy is sitting in the desk, which I don't remember his name actually. The contact there, but he goes around the desk uh-huh. and Bond grabs a book off the shelf. Raul, is it Raul? Yeah, and he grabs a book called Collins Field Guide Birds West Indies or a Field Guide of Birds in the West Indies, authored mm-hmm. by James Bond. James Bond, and the James Bond on the book was scratched out from general wear and tear. Mm-hmm. But I thought it was so awesome that, you know, 
That was that was a big nod to Ian Fleming and the James to Bond. To the name, yeah. And, oh, by the way... When he meets, meets Jinx, Jinx yeah. what is he? He's an ornithologist. Yeah, which is the correct profession Not a for, for James Bond. <laughs> but I, I really liked it. And I, I, did, I had not caught on that in mm-hmm. the last evolution. Anything else? I thought we'd have a lot more debate about this movie, but we really don't have any. I think we kind of uh, agree on it. Yeah. Other than that, you know... There's a lot of molds in MI6. Yeah, this is a work on. They need to fix that. That seems to be a. There's only so many times you can use that before MI6 just becomes like an untrusty yeah. organization. So um, they need to stop stop that. And then Bond will return. They have that at the end of this. I waited. I you know fast forward and got to the. Uh, mm-hmm. Will it's he? All they didn't know it this time. It's all the way at the end. Will he return? Yeah, kind of. Maybe not. Did you know Michael G. Wilson made a uh, cameo again? He does that a lot, doesn't he? Yeah. He What's the cameo on this one? He was one of the generals in the army base. What'd you think of what'd you think of Mr. Flacco or whatever his name was? I just thought I hated I hated him, the NSA guy. Right. I hate and actually we'll we'll save it. I am gonna save my hates because I have several hates. But Can I ask you some questions as we're yeah. talking about the movie? We seem to agree on our general opinion of the movie, so we don't really need to discuss that more. Uh-huh. You are a person of aviation. Yeah. I need to understand two things. Mm-hmm. The plane flies into the sun laser a lot of panels flying everywhere how is that still in the air one second question if you dump a helicopter out of the back of a plane one can you reasonably start it two upon starting it will it counteract gravity and actually work please explain uh let me just go to my hate section of the movie. Uh-huh. Uh, actually, it's in the realism. I, and I said, it is not real because it is the longest plane crash ever. That airplane would have, the wing would have, the wing finally snapped off at, if you notice at the end there, mm-hmm. finally snapped off when they were in the helicopter and, and getting yep. on the back. If panels are flying off and the thing's on fire, the thing is going to come apart sooner than that. Mm-hmm. And that may be the strongest plane on the face of the earth, but it was pretty far-fetched. And also the helicopter coming out of the back, yeah, that's not that's not very practical at all. I'm not a I'm not a rotary guy. I'm not a helicopter guy, but I just I don't think you would have I don't think you could successfully drop an air uh, drop a helicopter out of a back of an airplane who's diving down from thirty thousand feet coming mm-hmm. apart. Let's just say at 300 knots, and then try to start a rotor blade. It probably would have come apart just coming out of the back of the out of the cargo plane. Mm-hmm. But so it's not very far. It's not very realistic. Okay, for sure. All right, but uh, I just want to, and we we can consider how we want to use this. But I want to, you and I have the same feeling about this movie. Uh huh. But uh-huh. I happen to know, I happen to work with someone that loves this movie. So I want to just. Mention real briefly the things he loves about this movie. Sure. Okay. You can't mention Halle Berry. Kenny's reasons why he loves this movie. Mm-hmm. The nicest car mm-hmm. in the franchise. He loves it. It's not the nicest car he in the loves, franchise. This is his, his viewpoint, and you can counter them as much or, or not at all, but I don't know anybody else that defends this movie the way he does. Okay. Okay. Nicest car. Jinx. I know you don't like Jinx. Uh, you don't like using that as an argument, but he thinks she's one of the strongest Bond women. The car fight and the sword fight. 
He said those four reasons is is why he loves it. And which two again? The car fight with the Jag and the Vanquish at the end, where the where Iceland is coming or where the uh, the palace is coming apart, mm-hmm. and Zhao is chasing him around on the green yeah. Jag. He yeah. thinks that's a great car scene, and the sword fight between uh, Gustav and Bond. Those are, those are really great things. But I want to put it in perspective. So the only right. thing post Cuba that he likes is the car chase. <laughs> yes. So it's a great hour of film, and there happens to be one good car chase mm-hmm. toward the end of the film. Not, not to just, just. I know you're 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 tearing apart someone who's not here to defend himself, but mm-hmm. I want to put a little bit more in context. And this is not going to help Ken's case. He doesn't like Daniel Craig. He thinks he's an angry James Bond, always angry, and he's a meathead. And, <laughs> and I joked with him that I was gonna I was gonna use this I was gonna use this quote. He says. I've seen bits and pieces of the other James Bond movies. So, you know, he's he's a, he he grew up, he's just a little bit younger than you and I, but Pierce Brosnan is his James Bond. So he loves this film. It's not his favorite Pierce Brosnan. He ranks GoldenEye ahead of it, but he defends this movie very much so. So as the only person that I knew that defends this movie, I wanted to give his reasons why he, he likes it. I have no problem with any of those scenes that he just mentioned. Uh But that's like taking a shit that actually has like kernels of corn (laughs) and saying, there's good food in that shit. The whole thing's okay. (laughs) No, it's not. All right, moving on. The whole part of it is not good. So let's talk about those good things. What did you love? About this film. What did I love about this film? If anything. Pierce Brosnan. Yep. Going to Cuba. Mm-hmm. Here for the birds. I like that part. Mm-hmm. Monty Penny and the virtual reality machine. Yeah, that is one of my I thought that was, that was very good. Yep. The You Only Live Twice hut mm-hmm. at the um, at the and, end. And then the song, if you notice, the Only Live, you only live Twice uh, scene or song was in the background. And I, I will say this: I do think Japan needs another go. They, Japan needs to be the backdrop of a James Bond film done properly. Yeah, I would like to see that. Definitely done properly. It, it would be, it would be nice. Yeah. Although a little weird that James is taking Jinx back to the hut because isn't he technically still married to that Asian woman from <laughs> You Only Live Twice? <laughs> and isn't that her hut? Like it's kind of fucked up. That's. That was her home that that they were that they were in when he had to like pretend marry that woman, and I I think they're still I married. Totally they're still forgot like, about that. they're still married. They might be. I don't know. It's a good point though. We should we, we should, should look fact check deep that. deeper deep into that. that. What did you love about the film? I absolutely loved when he escaped from the uh, the ship and swam to the yacht club. Mm-hmm. That you talked about, and I loved the nod to to the James Bond origin. With the uh, ornithology book. Yeah. Um, and I love the Money Penny. The cigar conversation? You didn't enjoy that? I thought you would enjoy that. I did. The delica- del- Delicados, mm-hmm. which I don't even know what type of cigar that is. The whole cold word? They were using that as a cold word? And yeah, they were using that. Had some they, deeper meaning. The uh, Volato. Yeah. They, they, they were doing a bunch of sine, cosine, and they mentioned the Volato burns slower. Right. Yeah. I've been meaning to use Volato. I've never used Volato before. Yeah, you roll your own cigars. 
haven't in a while. I need to. I'm getting lazy. Bonding over bomb cigars. Send yeah. us some emails. Yeah, yeah. There you go. What'd you hate? Uh, the movie. <laughs> I I didn't like the use of London Calling. Really? When Graves came out. I, I liked it. I liked that. I like London Calling. I like it. It's a, yeah. it's a great song. I didn't like it for him. Why Why is he getting that song to fly in? Well, I, you know, actually, he, he was part of it, but I, I would argue that the London Calling was also there when Bond was traveling back on the British Airways 747. It's London, London calling for James Bond to go back and take care of business. Just thought it was a weird use, and you, you set the whole tone of weird techno Madonna music. Yeah, and then you have a great song. Yeah, that was kind of all all weird. It was just random. I want to tell you what I hate, and I hate many things about this movie. Mm-hmm. But the number one thing I hate about this movie mm-hmm. is when he's in Hong Kong at the yacht club, mm-hmm. and they show him using. He's been in torture. He's been tortured for 14 months. Mm-hmm. He's got a full head of hair and beard. Barbers come, taking care of him, trimmed him up, makes him look like James Bond again. And he's using a fucking electric shaver. Do you think James Bond is using an electric shaver? Do you really think that? Or do you think what Philip, I, what Philip I got... Rodolko got and like, we'll drop you some money and go, you know, the first thing you're going to do after you cut that 14th month, 14 month beard is you're going to use an electric shaver. I've used an electric shaver, and it is a last resort. James Bond is not a man that uses an electric shaver. This is what I took from that scene. And, of course, I've seen the film before, so I know what's behind on the other side of the camera. Mm-hmm. He had a barber sent up. He had somebody come up. He had all of that taken care of. To me, that was, I'm going to stand here and just stare at these motherfuckers filming me. <laughs> just like, do, 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 do. And I, I don't think he was actually shaving. I think he was just standing there with the, sh- it was probably in the room. I and he's it. just effing with them. All right, I enjoy while it. they're just, and he's just like, because he keep, he's shaving and then the door knocks and he's yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. all right, let's get this, let's get this show on the road. All right. You I'll know, give you some, I'll give you some credit for that. Kind You're of deal. at least giving me a, a glimmer of hope for that scene, but I really just hated that scene in general. Right. I understand. All right. Because James Bond would not be using not a fucking electric shaver. And ele- yeah. At all. What would you kill? The CGI parasailing off the glacier. That was bad. That was horrible. That was some bad CGI. I am not a film expert by any way, shape, or form. I am novice beyond novice. Maybe getting some credibility in the James Bond world of, of analyzing films. That was horrible CGI. So right. dated. Right. Did not hold up whatsoever. Mm-hmm. And I also hate Mr. Flacco, the NSA, NSA guy. And I also hate the fact that we had NSA. It's like... James Bond, the Americans work with the CIA. The CIA is the interlink to the MI6 world. Yeah, but because it's NSA, it's they didn't. NSA, that's why she didn't know. They didn't know that Jinx was there. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's. I hated that. I hated NSA concept of it. I hated anything after MI6 and the the tube, the subway station, the mm-hmm. old subway station. Pretty much anything after that was. Just, and that's right where they go to Iceland. It was garbage. Yeah, yeah I after agree. that. Yeah. It was great. That part was great. Yeah. And then after, it's just garbage. This goes and back then, to uh, the... the slow motion. I thought it was unnecessary. You... At no point. Throughout the movie, there's a slow motion. The film editing was definitely much different. Though. And it was the, like... The filters I, what, they had in the lenses or whatever. At, at what the... point did was any of the slow motion necessary? Yeah. Which is not a good use of slow motion. Wasn't wasn't needed. Yeah. Didn't like it. I just go... This goes back... This movie is just the nail in the coffin for me that there's moments in this franchise where... They are the long ball. 
They're the long ball golfers, but they it's are the not highest grossing Bond film up to this point. Mind boggling to me. Highest grossing. It almost killed the franchise. That means more. There are still people out in this world that saw this movie and were so turned off. They haven't, they haven't been back. Daniel Craig. Yeah. They haven't been back. Which is amazing because they're missing out on so much. All right. Let's bring it home. All right. Good morning, people. I just landed in your town. Good morning, people. I just landed in your town. Next, a reboot of the series and a shiny new blonde James Bond. Download our podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, Podbean if it's early enough in the month. <laughs> or go to our website and you can listen to it there. Tell every Bond you fan or every tell every <laughs> Bond fan you know. Yeah, do that. Let's create a community. You can find us on Twitter at Bonding Over Bond. Uh, Facebook, like us there. Send us emails. Scott, where they can send us emails at? Bonningrobana at gmail.com. Yeah, uh, we're going to create a mailbag here. Uh, stay tuned for a mailbag podcast to kind of introduce yeah, the mailbag segment, and then we'll read a few letters uh, every so often. Mm-hmm. Of course, head to lionizepodcast.com backslash bondingoverbond. Soon they can go where, Scott? Bondingoverbond.com, very soon. Absolutely, and there you can get more content, trivia, and news. And remember, always say no to invisible cars. Thank you for bonding with us here at Bonding Over Bond. Until next time, shake it. Don't Don't stir it. I'll wait like 30 more seconds and get some more food in our system and then uh, okay I think it's wise it's unprofessional to be chewing food here just 30 seconds of us chewing chips uh, can you hear it yeah it's a pretty loud food 